In October, the cannabis industry reconvened in Las Vegas for the annual trade show MJ BizCon, put on by Marijuana Business Daily. As part of that event, Business of Cannabis sat down with industry leaders at the show to discuss their business, the current state of the cannabis industry, and what they were seeing on the road ahead. This conversation was part of that series. What follows is a conversation with Jen Larry, the Chief Commercial Officer of Montreal Cannabis. MTL Cannabis is a flower-only cannabis company located in Quebec that has found a loyal following of consumers in Canada. We connected with her about her background in brand building in challenging sectors and how MTL was able to find an audience and cultivate that audience in Canada. Jen Larry, we are in a different place that's not Canada. That feels interesting. What's the right feeling you have? Uh, I feel alive. I have to tell you, I'm looking outside of the booth right now. Not that I don't feel alive every day, but I feel alive. I feel renewed. I feel positive to see things moving in the right direction and to see the community coming together again for uh, more all things cannabis. I feel like it's, um, is this our future in Canada? Like we could probably do this much safer than the can in Las Vegas, actually, um, <laughs> just given our sort of vaccination rates and uh, overall sort of with itness. Is that the right word? With COVID, but um, it does feel good to be back. It was nice. We were on the same flight from Vancouver um, yesterday. Feels weird that we both flew from Vancouver to get to Las Vegas, but it did feel like life could return to normal soonish. You know, I, I echo that. Yeah, it was really interesting. I think, you know, I had my, uh, not to make this about COVID, but I was able to get my shots. And in July, and the first thing I did was book a trip, a trip to South of France. Right. Uh, so, you know, really for me, this is the momentum I want to be seeing. I think what all industries need to be seeing with cannabis in its early stages. And of course, you know, being here in the States, I think what is definitely not lost on me is being a Canadian, having federal legalization, being able to say MDL Cannabis, we're a national brand. And like on so, so many levels of pride, but again, you know, looking at what our country's doing, no matter how difficult it is today, we are definitely leading um, in a very great space. Um, yes, I agree with that. And I would rather be us than the U.S. Um, uh, you, we're going to get into you and what you do now. <clears throat> Your background is in other industries. We've talked about that personally. I don't know if we ever talked about it freshly, but um, music, tobacco, like a whole bunch of things. You've been saying the same thing since we met, which I think is generally a good sign um, about brand, about quality, about the unique nature of building brand and answering consumers' demands related to that brand and not just making it like, here's the logo and the brand sucks and now you suck and then nobody will buy it, which... I mean, we could do 20 case studies of how that happened in Canada. And now we see, I think, the reverse, whereas there are smaller brands that are understand, understand their consumers, delivering what their consumers want consistently. And like, talk a little bit about, not that you're being proven right, although you are, but like, talk a little bit about um, the latest trends in, well, at MTL Cannabis and how you guys are like crushing it, but maybe what that says about consumers and brand. Um, so was a lot guess, there. there's so. a lot there. No, but I love it. I, you know, for me, we could go and we can go deep always. And I appreciate you having me on your show, um, many times. Uh, and thank you. It's humbling to hear that. I, you know, I, I guess I'm a strategist first and foremost. So when I'm looking at building anything, it's always in context of like, how is the industry itself interconnected? You know, we, we at MTL Cannabis use a term from street to shelf. I mean, it's philosophical. It's, you know, has multiple um, layers to what it really means for us. But I think there's, a, there's a, a spectrum of best practices that exist and need to be adapted and coming from commercial markets and really understanding what it means to thrive in the bottom line. Mm -hmm. um, he, you know, it's just key to how I've always approached uh, 
I guess, building brands. It's interesting because, you know, cannabis wallets and new industries, it's not new when we look at some of the products that are now coming out, right? When we look at the cosmetic industry, the food industry, um, other than what I like to call pure play cannabis, whether it's like flour for us, we're a flour first company. So our products so far have been flour focused. Right. And, you know, now we're seeing with vape that smokable space. Um, yeah, I think the key thing is just understanding what brand equity is, understanding why it's important to build brands. Uh, a lot of times people throw around the term community. I think unpacking words and really understanding how to build a community that can thrive, uh, what culture is supposed to mean, how to define your own culture, and, and then have that, you know, perfect storm. And I think for MTL Cannabis started, it continues to be led by the flower, which is a testament to the brothers. I mean, you know, we are founded by uh, these two brothers, Mitch and Rich. They are extraordinary at what they uh, do because of their commitment. They have stayed committed to this for decades to really understand, like, you know, strong yields, great genetics serving the market that they are part of and they would want to pick up that own jar. So, you know, I think there's a lot of aspects when it comes to building a brand. But for me, I've always understood the importance of a brand in business. And so, you know, I guess that's a, that that's what I've been preaching for so long. And, and a lot of that goes back to strategy and then sort of answering that strategy with good execution. Um, and I wonder, but you've been in business long enough where you know that you think you have an unbelievable strategy and then like something that's released, you're like, oh, that was awful. Yeah. But then like with MTL Cannabis, like the strategy, the best strategy met the consumer and it actually like took off. At least that it seemed like to us, like looking at the numbers and like, you know, the flower going up the charts, like that must feel that it's validation, but it's also like, holy shit, that's awesome. Like the, like what we thought was going to happen and the strategy set out actually did happen and the strategy was right. And now we can crush it even more. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, that's a, a great ombre. Opposite new Coke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a great ombre. I will just say at best, those are bookends. What really sits in the middle is yeah. the incredible creative director. We have Claire who just, you know, her visions, be able to take what is essentially, you know, copy, uh, culture, yep. uh, you know, brainstorming and, and, and really bring it to life through, through art. Um, and so... You know, well, yes, I think there's this idea and strategy set, and then there we go. Of course, we've pivoted to use the, you know, the word, but because that's what you need to do, but to understand the essence of strategy, to understand that you're looking to really achieve objectives because you have bigger goals. Yeah. And so it's, it's really humbling. It's really exciting to see that, yes, for the most part, when we set up and say, said, you know, here was our aspiration and in order to get there with the, you know, target demographic that we want to be chilling with. Um, I think that's just. Yeah, it, it's brilliant. You know, thank you, Jay. It's really amazing when you say it, but yes. No, but it's, it's true. Can I ask you another question? So I, I believe it to be yeah. true. I'm not shining you on. But the other thing that is interesting, and maybe it's not interesting, so I'll say it and then you'll tell me if things are true. There's so much, um, the standard line about doing work in Quebec is like so hard to do, do cannabis stuff there. We're, we're leaving it aside, right? It's going to be this other thing, which may or may not be true. It doesn't matter to the question. But it is also, there is this culture in Quebec that does resonate with the rest of Canada when it comes to cannabis. And like, I assume that was part of the strategy, but then to see like in BC, like all the places where it's like going gangbusters, like there is something, spe like it's not just about BC bud all the time, right? It is about places and, and the, the weed is associated with the place, the place is associated with a strong feeling and then people want it. Like I, there's some, I don't know. Is there something to that? I... I, I agree, Jay. Like, I think when I think about the West Coast... I it, only like you because you're from... No. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. 
<laughs> Leverage what you I'm have. Just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I do come with bagels, you know. That's true. And soak me and a couple of poutine. Like, there's a few things. Um, you know, yeah, when I, I mean, I've been a pot smoker for 30 years, right? So for me, the West Coast, I've always been so appreciative of it, just what it's done from an agricultural perspective, what it's done from a hustle perspective. You know, we're moving hockey bags for so long and really, you know, showing up with genetics. And I think equally on the East Coast, this has been our evolution, you know, mastering things like indoor grows, having to be, you know, systematic in a different way, right. um, owning a different space and going down our coast. And so sometimes when I think about the combination of like the political grits and the culture that it is Quebec and the hustle that was Montreal coupled with, you know, a handful of strains that inevitably built out an extraordinary, you know, market that was pumping out some really cool cultivars, but also when it came to hash, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. So yeah, I think there's something about being, you know, from Quebec, but being from MTL. Yeah. And I think our brand's resonating because people have aspirations to be part of what MTL life is about. Um, and I just think, you know, it, it, it continues to validate because we are in good company. There are some phenomenal uh, licensed producers coming out of Quebec who continue to show the bigger picture here, which is the cannabis industry from a flower perspective is really just finding itself and the genetics that are going to stabilize on the shelf. Um, well, that's in the consumer's hand. We are blessed that our signature Sage and Sour. Love it. <laughs> love it. You yeah. know, we have an eighth. We dropped a half C. It's blowing up. And I think that's exciting for us because we love to smoke our weed. <laughs> on that note thank you for coming by nice to see you here it's always good to see you in Canada no matter where it is but it's also nice to see you here representing the MTL see like all this comes back to that uh, thank you again thank you Jay it's a pleasure to see you love what you're doing see you back in Canada that was Jen Larry the Chief Commercial Officer at Montreal Cannabis recorded at MJ BizCon 2021 this podcast was recorded at MJ BizCon in Las Vegas in October 2021. For more information about Business of Cannabis, please visit businessofcannabis.com and follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram.